0: could always use more heroes.
1: To episode two of Hero Recall. And uh, this week, it's just me and James, me and Tegrado. Uh, Keegan is sick, unfortunately, so we're just going to do it two for style and uh, we're just going to chat it up here between us two. Um, it's been kind of a, a hectic week for Overwatch in general. We had a patch that went live to the, the grander um, audience of Overwatch, and we're going to discuss that a little bit. Uh, lots of weird goings on in Owl, as per usual. It's just par for the course right now. and and um then we're going to get into a little bit of our own stuff followed by our hero this week which is Arisa or is it Arisa or Arissa? I never know how to pronounce it. Arisa. Isn't it it's technically not like two S's. It's technically it's not like or 15A or something like that. I think that's what it's supposed to come. I well, think
0: that's where she We'll got get into that,
1: we'll get into that anyway so uh first of all before we get into the mix for those people that are on video and watching us on the video first of all thank you because we appreciate that um we love our audio listeners as well don't get me wrong i just wanted to say thanks because we do put a little <coughs> bit more effort into the video uh but i know that you're dying to get it out there james so go on give me a tip of your brim
0: it's a fusion hat look
1: <laughs> i got it today
0: because so- i've decided that boston uprising are my new favorite team there you go Everyone's gonna hate me. Um I still like Fusion, don't get me wrong. But I just like Boston better. <laughs> That's okay. But it came into he day with the perfect. like Boston's What is that? A
1: va- is that an outlaw? Yeah. That's yeah. Houston it was. I like
0: three there's three he's, teams, four he's teams a big so I like.
1: He likes a lot yeah. of teams.
0: Yeah. I have a Shanghai Dragons jersey. I have a Gaguri jersey as well. <laughs> so it's true. I've it's got true. Gaguri, I've got let's not list them all, it's gonna take forever. But yeah, yeah. I've got a lot of jerseys. So Fusion's
1: <laughs> is your dude right now. He's your your big fan. Yes. I'm I proud, like I'm proud of him. I'm hella proud of him because uh, you know, he's a relatively unknown guy, played for, you know, uh contenders for a long time, and then pulled up to the, the big leagues after a stunning performance in uh the World Cup this year or yeah, last year I guess. Um, and he did great. And the whole UK squad did great. And it shows because you have Fusions and Kib and Cruz and you know Boombox is already there, but all these people from that roster have found their way or they have find their home uh on uh Overwatch League team, which I think says uh, leaps and bounds for English Overwatch, which I'm very proud <laughs> of. Uh and he's also a stunning shot caller for a main tank as well. Like that's usually a lot of the supports play shot caller. But yeah, that dude that dude does a hell of a <laughs> so yeah props to you nice hat digging it there you go get to show it off a little bit so let's dig into the uh to the news uh overwatch news this week so what i wanted to talk about is last week or uh, the week before rather we had a discussion about uh all the upcoming changes on the patch that was live on the ptr we also discussed uh baptiste who was uh you know brand brand new to the ptr so uh now or rather from Tuesday onwards last Tuesday onwards those things have gone live and everyone has had a chance to play around with the new kind of patch and Batiste and all that stuff so I want to hear now your thoughts on some of those changes since I had already had a bit of exposure to it but you wouldn't had hadn't had any and you said you said I'm saving my thoughts I'm not gonna stream watch any streamers I'm not gonna do anything I'm gonna make my own decisions so what did you yeah. land on what's your decisions what do you think On Baptiste? Oh, well, let's start with Baptiste. That's what I was avoiding.
0: Um, With Baptiste, at first. Like up until earlier today, actually, I was like, I'm not sure if I'm going to be good at this character. I'm not sure if I like him. But when I started figuring out the ability set and the weapon mechanics and everything, I think for a lot of the heroes that I have a big problem with right now dealing with as a tank and support, I'm looking at you, Junkrat, Reaper, all you fuckers. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he's good for dealing with those because of that immortality field. And he's good at suppressing them as well. He's not like a hard counter to all of them but he can do a lot um against them so he actually gives me this new support to deal with some of these things i previously couldn't and he can also shoot Farah, which previously the only support you could really do that effectively with was anna and that's if you had good aim uh, you still have to have good maybe aim. zen let's good give piece, zen some
1: props here i've taken down a few flying birds or yeah two.
0: we're talking console players here yeah. <laughs> oh, no nope no slight to console players, I'm one of you, but it's <laughs> unlikely. I I can't hit a Flora, as i um, very well myself, I'll admit, it. But as Baptiste, I can usually, I can burst her down. So it's really nice.
1: So you're, you're and I, before you go any further, your main, as it were, uh, is is usually uh, Miss Brigita, right? Oh. And the thing that you loved about Brigita was that you could beat the shit out of people (laughs) as well as healing people or 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 kind of counterintuitively heal people by beating the shit out of people which was kind of like Mm -hmm. the thing you enjoyed the most out of her but as you just pointed out very difficult to take down a Fara with brigitte um maybe you'll get a lucky whip shot if she's you know low and within range but um yep. she definitely had a lot of problems with those characters less or so reaper she was a pretty hard reaper counter but like Junkrat and stuff like that definitely so do you think that the burst rifle um abilities of batiste are better than the shield bash flail whip abilities of brigitte or just different
0: it's depending on who you're facing, really. Because if you're facing a team that's close up with a lot of shields, Baptiste can't shoot through those shields. Brigida can swing through them. So if you're doing a Goat's Comp, uh, you're probably not going to be swapping the a- Baptiste for the Brigida if they have a lot of shields um so it's going to be more situational if there's a lot of dps around like flanking dps and pharas and junk rats and stuff like that you're probably going to want baptiste well maybe not for reaper you'll still want a Brigida, but for the others you might want a baptiste and uh yeah it's just different it's depending on who you're facing really
1: gotcha so it depends on comp basically which is the same for like most heroes if you break it down all right what did you what did you learn about the patch what do you think about any of those buffs and nerfs and stuff so far Anything to stick out?
0: Anything to stick out. I like that Arisa can walk faster while shooting. Um, also, I think Winston got a change where he's he does a bit more damage to armor now. And I've really noticed... I think that's a universal lot of thing, recently. actually.
1: Yeah, I think it's a, most people do more damage it's to effective.
0: armor. But it's effective. It's the beam type thing. And I think Winston falls under that.
1: Right, um, right.
0: I've been having a lot of fun with Winston recently, and he seems like slightly more powerful. He's really good against Baptiste, actually, I've noticed. That might change in the future, depending on. We have to see what the pros do with him, obviously, before you figure stuff out. But he seemed really good with Baptiste. So, pretty much, if I'm not playing Baptiste right now, I'm playing Winston, and I really like whatever they did. It seems to have affected Winston. Did you? Also, I played Zen once, oh, and yeah? he actually feels really nice. He does a bit more damage without the Discord. Like, just his primary fire, he does a bit more damage. He does the same damage with the Discord he did before, and I think what they were saying is that he does... Everyone else does a bit less damage with the Discord now. Doesn't matter, but he feels good. Like, he feels slightly more powerful. I don't know how to explain it. He just feels better.
1: sure you're not just hitting shots? Uh, <laughs> I hit shots all the time, motherfucker. <laughs> I'm just um, kidding. <laughs> I was going to say, did you get a chance to try out Wrecking Ball with the armor?
0: Uh, With the S.H.I.E.L.D. thing, yes, Hmm. I'm still bad at him. So...
1: i actually i don't think it's gonna
0: make me any better i've been trying a little bit to play wrecking ball
1: more and uh i i really like it the shield thing actually i think it's it's definitely been a huge improvement Mm -hmm. to him really excited to see how it works for a meng and uh in chengdu i think that's going to be a cool to see like how much more brutal he is because he was brutal without it but he's going to be something else with that with that shield edition cool um all right so yeah so uh, for those of you that are watching uh or that are listening please let us know your thoughts as well. Now the patch is live and all of you have had a chance to try it out. What do you think of Batiste? What do you think of um you know all the buffs and nerfs? Are you are you mad that Reaper's not as reapy as it used to be? Like let us know in the comments because we'd love to to read about it and, and talk to you guys. Uh, so let's move on a little bit. So I have something fun uh for the next bit of uh, update on the game itself. So I found this uh, trolling around a while ago on the internet and uh, I kept it even though it's been a couple of weeks since it actually happened because it was so fascinating to me. And that is, there was an interview. Well, not really an interview, but like several, let's say several comments made by uh, Jeff Goodman, who's the principal designer of Overwatch. He's right up there with with Jeff, a little under Jeff. And um, basically, he'd had would a ton guess? of yeah, he would uh, g- This is a G E O F F. So he's, he's a little fancier um geoff geoff Sorry. yeah geoff uh and he he was talking to a few folks in the forum uh the the blizzard forums about different like changes and balances to characters and how hard that is and that kind of stuff and he came up some, with some amazing sort of sentences that i just wanted to share with everybody so um the first thing was they were uh, someone asked him you know how how is it to try and tune a game like overwatch where you have just like right now, 30 different heroes with different abilities. You have to have it tuned at the high level, at the low level. Like, how do you even begin to go about that? And he said, Overwatch is certainly a challenging game to both tune and continually add new and interesting content. When I think back to how the game was in beta or even launch, I feel like we've come a long way since then. Remember, there was a time when McCree's fan the hammer did full damage per bullet. Zenyatta had 150 health ferris conch blast did 700 damage to shields and barriers uh reinhardt's charge had no wind up it would literally just come out instantly and pin and kill anybody which i thought it just it just made me laugh because i was like remembering all that shit from the beta and it would just i don't know i just thought that was hilarious like i didn't even realize that ferris conch uh blasted that much to it was crazy like poor zen Anyway, um, so I guess that's why he was 150 health. Uh, so, some other people were asking about Brigida. Um, you know, what do you think is the most overpowered balance change the team has made? Uh, I'd say at this point, it's pretty clear Brigida's initial balance was pretty far off the mark. She has been nerfed multiple times since then, and she's still very strong. Well, uh, another regret is. Uh, Although I really like the way Hanzo turned out, I somewhat regret increasing his projectile speed specifically. It will always feel great when testing a change like that, and it has helped make him feel a lot more consistent, but he has uh, lost some of what helped make him feel very different to the other heroes. That's not to say you're going to see Hanzo nerf next patch or anything. It's just one of those retrospective things that I wonder if there was another way to achieve the same goal. What do you think about that, Hanzo? Do you think it's kind of... I kind of feel like... I His I like the projectile are basically speed scan at this time.
0: I I actually like the the increase.
1: I think personally. it made it more viable for sure. But I do think it's because like he did lose a little bit of being Hanzo in that process. If they if they slowed it
0: down again, which again they said they w-
1: wouldn't do it, I feel like it would be too predictable to
0: dodge. Because right now it's it's a good thing. Like you can kind of see him start pulling it back, and then you have to be like, I have to get out of the way. But uh, if he slowed it down, then you'd have a bit more time nuts. That's, that's also kind of a good thing. He'd have to lead his shots more, but I feel like it would kind of take away where he's at right now. Sure. It's a weird kind of balance, but I think he's in a good place right now, Hanzo is. Definitely. I had a big problem with him when he had
1: scatterers. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, Storm can still now. be frustrating, I think, but you know, it still boils down to the fact he has to aim he's, it. Which They is, still have uh, to aim. So yeah, Somewhat. It's all right speaking of balance uh what heroes are you uh are on you and your team's radar for changes in the next few ptr cycles post batiste hitting live or at least who are you guys planning on changing uh he said we're mostly going to see how this patch shakes out since it has a ton of changes in it already that said we would like to have keep the junkrat buff at 140 from a pure dps standpoint especially against tanks and barriers but it was just really pushing it once he could one-shot 200 health heroes with a 50% boost, uh, Arissa alt, nano, Baptiste alt, etc. We experimented with making the grenades no longer explode on enemy impact once they hit a surface as a way to kind of nerf his spam without affecting direct hits, but it felt really weird and kind of broken in a lot of cases. So possibly junk Junkrat buffs and some different Reaper buffs since the pure passive healing buff was really problematic at the lower ranks. <laughs> you think they learned their lesson there? Sure. I don't want to see Junkrat buffs. I want to see Junkrat dead. I want to see him dead in a hole. I yeah. <laughs> I, I it just I should, don't like that dude. You shouldn't I don't be think able he to get, get one shot. Fast. Yeah, I mean, like I a think... widow has to aim. Like you know, there's certain like, there's certain things. If you're gonna get one shot, you feel like yeah, you got to earn this one shot. He doesn't earn it. He just spams the <laughs> shit out of he wherever just you are. He throws the
0: bombs everywhere. But uh, yeah. But,
1: and I do, I you'll, do agree with you on the tire. you be standing tarot somewhere tarot. and
0: be like, "How did I die to Junkrat?" And it bounced around like five times and right. then blew up right beside you, and you literally cannot—you can hear it sometimes, but like it's sometimes you just feel like how did that happen? There's a shield in front of me or something and it's just, it's ridiculous. Anyway, yeah.
1: We'll get on that later. <laughs> yeah, I agree with the tire uh, thing as well. I do think he earns that way too quickly. Alright, uh, so here's some of the really, really cool stuff. So out of interest, what are some mechanics currently absent from Overwatch that you'd like to see added or are campaigning to have added? You said, we have a ton of unused abilities and weapon prototypes sitting around. <laughs> They're generally either something we've tried on a hero in the past and didn't like, or something we did like, but it didn't feel like it fit right on the hero we were testing. Some examples off the top of my head. And this is where it gets super cool bomblet gun we had this gun where the projectiles would stick onto enemies and the impact damage was pretty low the alternate fire had a fairly long animation time but would remotely detonate all the little bombs you stuck onto your target it was pretty fun but we just need the right hero for it to work with it was Joker really queen it said it was really fun playing around with it on tracer which is who they originally had it attached to. I think mm-hmm. that's kind of interesting, especially if it like hurt other people. You could just like bomb someone up, wait till they go back to their team, and then,
0: oh, I I could see the, them doing that with the Junker Queen. Mm-hmm. Personally, that sounds like a, that sounds like a horrific. Maybe that's against junk crap, but like, she's pretty. All those pretty cheap. Junker people seem like they like explosions. Let's be
1: honest. <laughs> uh, invisible. <laughs> This was originally on Sombra, I think. The idea is that you plant this wall that made it so enemies couldn't see you through it, but you and your allies could see just fine. It didn't block bullets like a barrier. It was just for hiding while running past a choke or just throwing into the middle of a fight. It was pretty scary to fight against when all these projectiles were just magically coming out of a thing, but you couldn't see who or where they were being fired from. It was kind of like a high-tech smoke bomb. That is terrifying to me. It's terrifying. It's terrifying. That is <laughs> scary. Imagine sticking what a bastion else? behind Fuck! that. Yeah, just that's just like a fucking minigun coming at you from behind an invisible. No, let's never do that. Uh, never. I always thought it would be cool to try and do some sort of tunneling effect, where you could maybe temporarily destroy or remove a small part of a level to move or shoot through. Honestly, it'll probably never happen Turtle. due to immense tech issues, but it always seemed like it would be cool to see. So I don't, I don't like totally. that idea. I think the whole thing of uh, Overwatch is that the there is not really much in the way of destructible environment. I think it would make it way too cheap and feel like Call of Duty or something if they did that or Battlefield. I'm not a fan of that idea. Um, changing environments. Uh, okay, so on Mercy. Um, Would you guys ever consider buffing her HP up to 55 to see if it works as a nice middle ground? It could be the extra oomph some Mercy players miss about her healing, or also, would you ever consider giving her an ability on her reload button for her staff, which temporarily boosts her healing output? Uh, I think it's certainly possible. Overall, her healing output is still higher than the other healers, which she pays for by not being able to split focus and do other things while healing. I'd also love to be able to increase the power of her damage boosting, but it causes a lot of issues with various breakpoints where suddenly X hero can one shot 200 health heroes. There are other ways to make it feel good uh, without just adding raw damage. We'll see. So, some stuff in the works for Mercy, possibly. Um, how do you feel about Mercy in the meta right now?
0: I feel like people are going to hate me again. I feel like she should have res removed entirely and get something else that helps her healing out. Because the res feels really cheap still. And her healing output—I don't know if I agree with her healing output being more because, like, you see Anna and Baptiste—they can easily out heal her. She can focus heal better, that's for sure. But it's—I feel like they need to do something with her. And I feel like Res, like people only play her for Res, and it feels really cheap. That's my opinion. I don't do- know what they would do instead of res i think the Um, other major part
1: of her kit is her ability to move right her dodging ability because she's damn hard hard to hit i wonder if they could implement something there though like but like make it better like make her super hard to hit so she's consistently like you know a thorn in your side when she's on the enemy team i think that would be something to look at potentially Make her like a fairy. I don't know if they'd be able to do anything. For her oh, like They could that, make her a little but... fairy, so no one could shoot her. You'd have to be the best. You have to be the best widow in the world to get a headshot, and she would just float around and make still her put
0: constantly on. giggle the whole time. Like, <laughs>
1: sorry, <laughs> that would be super Terrible annoying.
0: Idea. That'd be terrifying.
1: Again, I think it'd be scary. interesting. Oh, it would be interesting. I think you know, just like it would help. Anyway, uh, people (laughs) be like, "Shoot that bitch!" (laughs) Uh, Lastly, or second from lastly, one huge thing that sits in Sim Sim Main's minds is the teleporter. Are you looking at buffing it or making it more consistent? Bonus question: Ever thinking about returning shielding? uh, That's the blue HP uh, to Sim in some form. I actually looked into the railing stuff with Sim and Reaper ground targeting and worked on it for a while last week. It turns out it's a bit more complicated and is going to require some code changes to try and change it, but I'm hoping we can get something in the next patch if it goes well in playtesting. As far as the teleport build speed, maybe. I totally get the thing where you go to try and make the clutch save and the build time is just so long that they die anyway, but the concern is that we need to make it sure we don't just give your whole team nearly instant teleportation across a huge area. If we're not careful it could really make all chokes not even worth trying to defend etc that said if something uh, we could try and play test with and see how it goes uh, and the last one was echo has wings and he said hmm you're right which i thought was kind of neat uh so maybe we're gonna get another flying hero there when echo finally hits the flying uh, support flying support let's go baby i mean i okay, kind of watch him if you're
0: listening Make me fucking Overlord already. I want another Mecha, and I want it to be Overlord. And that's it. That's all I have. Fair enough. I want another Mecha character. I feel like we're going to get one soon. They're working mostly, I think they said, on tanks and healers right now. So I think we might get another Mecha. I was thinking the other day, either we're going to get something like Overlord... Or we're going to get, like, a main tank mecha. Like, I could see Demon being a main tank mecha. Like, maybe she deploys a giant shield in front of her or something Reinhardt-like. But, uh, yeah, I want a mecha character. I want a second mecha. That's all I ask for Overwatch. A second
1: mecha? Yes. A second mecha. All right. So, so I can go back to my roots, my Overwatch roots. So that is uh, your Overwatch game news for the uh, for the, the podcast. And now we're moving on to the professional news. And there's been some really, really interesting things that have gone on in the last couple of weeks there with Owl, as per usual. Um, the first thing we're going to talk about is this ridiculous thing with Custa. So Custa, uh, as you know, is a Valiant player that... Um, has been sat on the bench for a while and people were kind of like saying why aren't you bringing custa in we're losing every fucking match uh and you know where's he at and what we got was uh, a message i think it was um coach moon that put this message out but he said um the other five players didn't have the level of understanding that could properly utilize custa's plays And Custis' playstyle was something that better suited a team that had an overall higher understanding of the meta. (laughs) So basically, as uh, Reinforce put it, we benched our main support for being too smart for our other five players. Reinforce retweeted someone saying that, but he agreed with it. Octile, sorry, at Octile said that, and yes uh actually reinforce laugh lock my ass off get, get this, this legend a team, team. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah custa too smart what do you think
0: I think that's, that's a really smart player, don't get me wrong. I think that's a sign of really like not good coaching. I think that was it so, whoever. I think it was Moon. Coach Moon whoever left. The, yeah, I don't think we have got, to worry about like, him, for too him much. or left or do yeah. whatever. I think it was I think that's a sign of bad coaching because if your coach can't get your players these are high level players. You're basically just called them all stupid basically. I don't think that's the case. I don't think like they've got space. Space is a really good player. Space is good. Um and we have a whole bunch of these other good players that were fine last year. Um is he was good in the World Cup, all all these good players. I don't think it's that they weren't too smart. I think that the coaching was just not there. Um is a really smart player, and maybe like his strategies might be a bit complicated, but I feel like the coaching was just not there to make them understand or there was some sort of miscommunication. Do you
1: think there was potentially a language barrier in there? Language barrier.
0: See, there's a lot of English speaking players on Valiant though, or there's a few. Um, Possibly. But I, I, I just think it's a coaching issue. That's what I believe. So do you think that now coach Moon is
1: gone that we might see the Valiant take off a little better in stage two?
0: I hope so because I don't want any team to be losing every single match. I think Washington even won their last one. They did. Um, they did. So Valiant's the only one this season. Even Dragons have won a feat. They've won like three. And the Valiant um,
1: were legitimately like a force to be reckoned with for a lot of season They were. One. They were yeah. in playoffs last yeah. year.
0: They were in the season playoffs last year. It's really um, a shame. They got... Were they one of the bye teams? I think they were the Pacific. Um, champions they were one of the the buy teams who weren't in the first doesn't matter but uh, they were good they were actually you you were playing against valiant you had to step it up and now, something happens. Well, the thing and these is, are mostly the same players.
1: Even now, though, if you watch the games, they're still doing all right. Like, they're still playing well. It's just that they, I feel like they fall at the last hurdle on a lot of games. Like, there was a lot of game fives for them, which they just lost the coin flip on. And there definitely there was some, you know, bad decision making here tall. and there. But ultimately, I don't think they played bad like they you, you know no. even like i you know you're now boston so but uh philly over here i i was fucking scared for the you know, i watched i watched that match were, i watched
0: that match they were doing really and well and like, we almost gave the them their way to
1: lose yeah I mean, we always seem to pull it out of our ass somehow in Map 5, but, you know, it's it still was kind it's of like... It's always
0: Map 5 and Philly. It's always Map 5. Um, Even with Fusion University, it's always Map 5. It's like a
1: crazy... Yeah, now with Boston, too, actually. <laughs> Apparently, right now, Boston and Philly are drawn from Map 5 uh, wins, I think. victories. Yeah. yeah which is interesting. They're both scrappy teams. Scrappy, scrappy that's the way we like it. All right, so uh, speaking of Washington Justice, as you mentioned a little earlier, um, we got some news around that, which is one of the more bizarre stories to come out in the last week or so, and that is that ARK, um, support player for NYXL, pretty much the most dominant force in Overwatch League right now, has been traded to the second most dominant least dominant force i guess which is washington <laughs> justice so um, basically it seems like it may have come as a bit of surprise but also not so the the things to bear in mind here with this particular piece of news with the the washington justice you have janice who was previously um myxl you also have who was the other guy who was the other guy wizard young uh who was also uh myxl and there was a lot of people that said they'd seen Ark actually going to dinner with them. To and kind of like having a good time with them, which could have could have been just because you know they're ex-friends uh, from his or ex teammates but there did seem to be a lot of people that were like thinking there might be something going on. Uh, he also uh, had said all trades are kind of sudden uh, in Korean on his uh, his Twitter, and eventually he came out on the um, the English side of Twitter and said thank you very much for all the MYXL fans. Another fun chance to join new Washington Justice Squad. Gonna try to keep up with the team starting from 15 his first objective and thanks to all the myxl teammates personality skills and everything was perfect thank you so um a couple questions around this first of all how do you think arc fits into the washington justice currently with fazix and guido as their supports do you think they're just going to swap him in and out or do you think they're going to bench fazix or
0: i think they're going to bring arc in just because of the experience he has he's a really strong support i think I don't know if he was, how much he did shot calling, but he's really solid at the back line. Um, he's a really, like, he's just a very good player and he's something you want on the team. And with them, like Washington justice is kind of looking like NYXL expats. As it were right now, I think they're going to try to bring the old NYX style in, NYXL style in a bit. And that's what they're doing here with Jonas S. Wizard young and, um, arc and i think when the casters have been watching them they've been saying that's like a bit nyxl style what they're doing so they're trying to adapt that and fuse it with these new players and bring them kind of i think they're trying to make this sort of combination they have have a plan is what you're saying
1: they have a plan (laughs) whether it works or or not we don't know but they have a plan Uh, they have a plan
0: and it's going to be to take some nyxl stuff and maybe some outside um, influence and kind of see where that goes. I think they're going to be a very good uh, team in the future, and they're going to be very
1: interesting to watch. They're definitely putting that. in the grind work, and I think this was a huge first step. Um, so I'm honestly excited for it. I think it should be interesting to see how this goes. As long as he's happy with it, like, I know he said it was kind of a surprise, but you got to wonder, like, how much of a surprise something like that can really actually be. Um, I mean, he has to have had an inkling that he would be leaving his team. I don't know. But, um, yeah so so that was interesting that kind of came out of nowhere a lot of uh NYXL fans were upset but honestly i think they're gonna be just fine uh, <laughs> they're so... <laughs> just
0: fine right now with
1: all their freaking wins yeah you guys can fucking chill out okay all right just relax, so guys. <laughs> uh another bit of news for al uh nate nancer who's like you know one of the overwatch busybodies uh basically announced officially that overwatch league is coming home and away starting in 2020 all overwatch league teams will be playing in their home city we're super excited to see our original vision brought to life thanks to all of our fans uh, for your amazing support so um first of all i think this is good uh i, I mean i'm gonna, it's gonna be interesting to see how it plays out as far as like not everyone just going to the barclays center and playing all the time like i mean i assume they're going to be like actually Blizzard touring arena. to places isn't it in the barclays arena though or do they call No, it... that was just grand finals. Oh, my bad. Yeah.
0: please is not even, it's on the opposite side of the continent, Tom. That's New York City. I don't know what I'm talking about. Blizzard Arena is Burbank,
1: <laughs> all the way over here. Burbank Barclays
0: might have been Center the word I was trying in to say. New York City, I'm which is all sure. the way
1: over there. <laughs> so, either way, uh, I assume this means they're actually going to be like, so like Philly would travel to New York to play New York and vice versa. Like a real, like, I sports situation. It's
0: going You said something like, like they're going to keep. I thought they were, they were saying they're going to keep players in the same regions for a while so that there's no jet lag stuff. So I guess they're going to just like schedule them a bunch of times in their own area and then they'll go all the way out east to the asian and the european places i guess because they're not going to play online
1: because that's just an unfair advantage for being not... and everything like that mm-hmm. so they have to yes. actually go to the places and plus like what's the point in having a, like a stadium if you, you know you don't have a place for people to go mm-hmm. you don't just want to go and watch your own team play on the internet that's just stupid yeah you want to be able to you know give uh some to the yeah yeah to the other side but ultimately <sighs> though what i think is really interesting about this is the fact that this is a uh, the first time this has been done in esports, right? Because most esports, yeah, you'll have people that will travel around, but most of the teams aren't really necessarily um, city based. They're kind of like they're team based. So like Cloud they're Nine, organization based. yeah, like Cloud oh. Nine is a North American team, but it's not like based in Chicago or whatever. Maybe like they have a training facility somewhere in California or whatever, but it's not. It's like it, it doesn't. It's not a team dedicated to a city. So I think this is going to be really cool. Um, if nothing else, it's going to be interesting to see like uh just like a bunch of korean dudes that now have to live in london forever <laughs> while they're doing that and i just it's, it makes me smile thinking about how weird this is going to be like you know kip has to live in Gongzhou now i guess so that's going to be interesting for him that will make it more interesting though it's just like, no, i like it i just it's, think just it's like
0: in fun. The nhl there's all these swedish players russians canadians mm-hmm. going to american teams americans going to canadian teams it's more like other sports so we're going to
1: okay. see that a lot. Do you think that's something that um, that is going to be a big boon to the world of esports? The way that they're laying that the, the, the groundwork they're putting down? I
0: think it will be, because now more people are going to get a chance to actually go to one of these and see one of these matches live, because as much as I would like to go to the Blizzard Arena uh,
1: Blizzard Arena Wizard Arena <laughs>
0: <laughs> The Blizzard <laughs> Arena, uh, there's no way I'm going to be able to get out there um, right now this year So when they start bringing the matches into the city, it's like, Boston's about eight hours away, Philly's about eight hours away, Toronto's only five hours away from me by car, and I'm flying everywhere anyway now, because I have money uh, (laughs) to do it, but... um, I'm going to be able to see some matches and actually, you know, see this for myself. And I'm excited. And other people are going to be excited, too. They're going to be able to go to these major cities that aren't too far away. Like, they can drive, fly, do whatever. Um, Just getting to California is expensive and difficult. (laughs) It's just
1: i'm kind of i'm excited to see uh how it all shakes out to be honest because i i definitely feel like i can finally potentially make it to a match now which i'm excited about um and you know philadelphia
0: isn't all that far away no
1: i even like it's even closer like atlanta is closer so if they ever played atlanta i would go to atlanta to cheer for philly but you know it's Mm. um it's just kind of cool uh, that this is something that, like, for a long time, like, the Los Angeles scene, you know, they not only did they have two teams, um, you know, uh, but also they... It, it felt like when you were in LA, this was a very well-known thing, especially for the casters and stuff out there. They always said mm. they got far more recognized in Los Angeles than anywhere else because of how popular Overwatch League was in Los Angeles, where it's being held. So I think that if you do get to a point now, because I, I know that like there's even like bars and stuff in Philly that are now dedicated esports bars, and they play mm. all the fusion games, and like they give like happy hour when you know st- it's just cool. It's it's nice that this is opening up and and we have a lot of teams now there's a lot of teams in the leagues there's a lot of opportunity for this to get worldwide um adoration and the more they these partnerships grow with like lego and disney and i mean didn't they say um the finals are on like amc or something i think this time around the finals for stage one i don't know i'm pretty sure they did yeah i
0: know they're on disney and Disney XD and ESPN, but we already need that.
1: Yeah, they have some kind of a deal with AMC, I think, for the finals of the uh, Stage One. I which think is crazy.
0: I think they're even starting to show Overwatch League. I'm not sure, but I think you could watch it on the TSN app. Which, TSN is like Canadian ESPN. I think it's actually the same company. But they actually have results at least on their website for Overwatch League, and they talk about Overwatch League on the website. I don't. I haven't actually tried to watch through the app, so I don't know if you can. But it's becoming. A thing. People are taking notice. That's awesome. Maybe it's because we have two Canadian teams. Well, Canadian Yeah, I Yeah, say.
1: definitely helps. <laughs> definitely helps. Um, and then uh, okay. So the last thing I want to talk about as far as Overwatch League goes is that we are I mean, we're we're missing it because we're making this podcast right now, but right now the playoffs are live. Currently I think Vancouver is playing uh MYXL. That's not happening yet. What's that something's uh, happening Vancouver's
0: soon? Vancouver's facing Boston, Boston at eleven, okay. which is about 40 minutes. I'm not nervous. It's, I'm not nervous. You don't seem nervous, right? uh, I don't know. I'm going to check right now. I think playing, it's Soul actually. and NYXL then
1: if I'm if I'm not mistaken. It's Soul and <laughs> Soul is up 2-0. Against NYXL. Against NYXL. Ooh boy. All right. So uh, that's going to be exciting to see how that turns out. Uh and then <laughs> Philly Atlanta tomorrow and what is it uh San Francisco and Toronto. I think it's the other pairing.
0: San Francisco was facing Toronto.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So the the top eight teams uh, were Vancouver, uh, New York, Philly, Toronto, Atlanta, San Francisco, Seoul, and Boston. Uh, the ninth team was Dallas Fuel. Sorry, Jane. Uh, and then Gladiators, Gung Charge, Houston, Hangzhou, uh, Shanghai, London, Chengdu, Paris, Washington, Florida, and los angeles uh valiant at the bottom of the list there so we scraped in uh philly why is happy by that boston really scraped in there in that eighth place Uh, and they earned that That shit against dallas as well yeah that was crazy um but we're at the end we're at the end of uh of um stage one do you feel like it went really fast Considering yeah, I, the amount of teams,
0: it actually it does. It did feel you know like I mean? it went by pretty fast because so I feel like just the other day I was watching that London versus Philly match. Yeah, and, but it also feels like it was pretty far away. But it's, well. if you and think about it, then we've
1: like almost doubled the amount of teams that were in the league. Uh, I feel like there should have been more matches somehow. Like I feel like they they kind of lowered the amount of matches considering the amount of teams that were in there. But I guess not everyone had to I play I feel everyone, like it's so. also because they have to schedule all these matches at
0: the Blizzard Arena. Like They said they reduced the number of matches per week so that t- players don't get fatigued. But I think players were fine with playing two matches a week. It's just that they have to fit... I think they're fitting they were fitting three matches in a day last year and when they started fitting four this year I, yeah. that could be completely wrong I mean, it's that. a
1: long but it's they're like fitting an eight all hour in- stint of overwatch yes. and not a lot of people have time to sit through all of that it has to be said um because those matches are long man they go like you know anywhere from an hour usually and a half go to over two and a half schedule. hours depending on you know how many maps they go i've seen
0: happen. like a match start on time maybe once after another match
1: Here's the other fun thing. We were talking about this last week when we mentioned that um, there was uh, this kind of weird clusterfuck of teams beating other teams, uh, and it was like a circle <laughs> because everyone seemed able to beat everyone else, which I think is this amazing sense of variety. So they've actually put a little graph on here so I can tell you every team that beat everyone uh, you know, in a circle. So let's start with San Francisco beat uh, Paris. Who beat London? Who beat Washington, who beat Mayhem, who beat Philly, who beat Atlanta, who beat Toronto, who beat Boston, who beat Valiant, sorry, Outlaws, who beat Shangho, who beat Shanghai, who beat Chengdu, who beat fucking, what is it, Guangzhou, who beat Dallas, who beat Seoul, who beat Gladiators, who beat San Francisco. The only teams not a part of that, Vancouver and NYXL beat everybody, and the Valiant beat nobody so that's the they're the only exceptions to that circle otherwise that's a complete rotation of of like just showing how much this year has just been like anybody fucking anybody could win at this point i thought that was a really cool representation so throwing that out there all righty so that's enough I'll talk for this week. So let's talk about some personal stuff for a little bit. Um, those of you that don't know us, hi. Uh, my name is Tom. I'm one half of Level 2 Gamers. Uh, this is Tigrado. Uh, he is kind of a high high associate of Level 2 Gamers who helps us with Overwatch stuff, uh, hence the I podcast. call myself
0: the Level 2 intern at this point. Level
1: 2 intern is good. Um, so basically he helps me. I feel like it's an um, official title. I, I can make it happen. I have the power. Uh, he helps me make guides for characters and other such things that we do for the channel. Um, if you haven't seen any of those, I'll be sure to link them uh, in, uh, below. But we do character guides there's, to help people main certain
0: people. Go ahead. There's another one coming soon, guys, I promise. I just need to get over writer's block, and then I will have the Reinhardt one done. And then I'm looking at either... Baptiste if you'll let me have him or Winston. You can have Baptiste. I've been playing Winston on. I'd like but to see. I've a been guy enjoying Winston. the past few days, but it's still too early for me to tell if I'm gonna be able to make a guide. That's my mistake with the Ash one as I'm like I was committed to it too early and I'm just like I can't do. That's okay. It maybe later i can tackle it i might be able to tackle it later but i'll have to get a group together i'm and working
1: on two i'm working on lucio and zen um those are the two characters i play the most i finished my moira guide i was pretty happy with it um but yeah so far we have gosh what do we have we have diva we have mercy we have Brigida. we have tracer we have uh sombra we have moira we have hanzo And that's all of them. I can't
0: believe I made a Hanzo guide. (laughs) You made a Hanzo
1: guide. Believe it. Uh, If
0: I go back to play him now, I'm going to be shit.
1: (laughs) So, so yeah. So either way, that's some of the stuff that we do outside of this podcast. Now, um, one of the things that we did with our, uh, our channel, one thing we do every year, is that on Keegan's birthday, he's uh, the co-host, we will host a 24-hour stream. Uh, a lot of the times when we do that, it's either focused heavily on one or two types of games, or it's just like everything under the sun, some PR thrown in there, there's like 30 people in the room, everyone's drunk, and it's a fucking chaos. Um, so this year, Keegan had a noise complaint uh, lodged against him from last year that meant he wasn't allowed to do it at his house. So he requested uh, Shocker. if we could do it at mine. I said yes, on the Shocker. condition that it is just me and you, and possibly possibly... possibly David, uh, and a few local people that we know. Um, But I didn't want 30 people in here just, like, losing their ever-loving minds. And then we just said, you know what? We have this Overwatch podcast we're creating, we have this Division podcast we're creating, which, by the way, you should watch Shadecast if you're into Division. It's on our channel as well. Um, Why not make a 24-hour stream based purely on those two things, on Overwatch and Division? So we started it out with a ton of Division since that released on the day of the podcast, and then we went into a lot of Overwatch. And one of the funner parts for me during that evening was that uh to here invited me with a bunch of his pals to play um serious goats i guess is the is the the way to say it so if you play overwatch on console or even on a low tier pc you don't see a whole lot of goats you wonder why people are always complaining about goats and you know it's it's funny people act like it actually affects them but realistically how often do you play goats
0: not very. even if you're in if you're if you're if you're not in a team you're probably not going to encounter it
1: right solo cube never never see it and so maybe once in a blue moon someone will get on the mic and, and usually go, hey, it doesn't let's work because
0: they're not coordinated yeah,
1: they don't know how to play goats they just they just pick the characters so um what uh what James's um sort of uh friends do is they try and very seriously put together a goat squad everyone has designated roles everyone plays it like super outs. there's special little things that only they do outs with my favorite of which is just goats <laughs> goats 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 which is when they want to go aggro uh they just start screaming the name goats which that is actually, hilarious and i works. think we
0: started that that same evening it was, and so just someone started saying it, and we like kind of were like, "Hey, that's actually pretty good." It fires
1: you up, man. It makes you want to be a goat. So, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, uh, so we did a little bit of that, and um, it was cool. It was really cool. I got to play Zen. Uh, I was in the um, the boombox position of goats. You got to play a whole lot of Burkita, which you enjoy. Um, and how was your experience with that? Because we went on a hell of a win streak that night. How did you feel about it?
0: I I thought it was good. I, that's what I was still, I'm not enjoying though right now, for reasons, I just, I've been playing her too much. I'm in Brig Jail, I feel like I'm one of those DPS players in the league, <laughs> where I'm just like, I can do other things, even though I don't really play DPS. But uh, that night, I, it was good, I felt powerful, I was getting those crazy high kill person participations. You have percentages like 93 and, at
1: one point, or something stupid like that? I don't
0: know if it was on the stream, but I... I was getting like 80s, 70s consistently, sometimes in 90 and it felt good. I felt like I was doing my job and helping everybody out and it was really nice and we were all working together. <laughs> We've had a few problems since then but we're sorting them out.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it was really nice for me cuz I've never I've never been able to play uh overwatch at that level and even though it's like when i say at that level i don't mean like we're not like grandmasters or anything but like at that level i just mean that as a team that is fully coordinated and committed to a particular play style and everybody is looking out for everybody else so when you're playing somebody like zenyatta in a goat's mix you have to know that you are you know definitely going to be one of the uh primo enemies number one to take out for the opposition because you're a slow floaty fucking robot right so knowing that and I that got, transcendence right and that dangerous. transcendence is huge for all the grabs so knowing that i have like people that would be like we got to get her zen we got to get our zen like and it would like back me up and help me out and then being able to repay that by like putting a huge transcendence out against like a ton of ults that went off um and then like just watching the huge shadows come out and st- it was so good i really enjoyed it um, so I would say for those of you that are kind of like wanting to try something that that feels different to solo queue or just do, duo queue where you feel like you're constantly ending up with throwers and levers or symmetras and torbs or whatever it is that you dislike about Overwatch, maybe try and find yourself a group of folks and they don't have to be like people that you know in real life. They can just be people that you meet casually in the game that you have a good rapport with. Put together a GOATS team and see what happens. Because honestly, even when we were running GOATS at that level, wasn't a lot of people that would run it against us they would do their own thing and, they and would, when
0: they tried they wouldn't be able to do it right. as well as we were
1: so we were stomping the shit out of everyone and it was glorious um there is tape the tape will have played for several uh times during our conversation here i did want to have some recollection of it we have like two hours worth of it um which i don't know if i'm going to release it as something to watch on the channel because it's kind of weird to just do that but at the same time i think it's useful to learn from and it's kind of like showing you that at any stage because we were mostly gold plat diamond like you i think you were the only diamond actually but it was like i think i know
0: i think gravel might have been as well but i don't think she was placed or she was on her alternate account yeah so i mean but it was gold, gold through us, diamond yeah, anyway
1: like gold through diamond and uh mm-hmm. you know for that level of play to be able to be a part of something that felt that good like it literally felt like that was how overwatch was meant to be played and that's uh and i would recommend it to anybody that ever has a chance to try it so um that's all i wanted to say another about tip that.
0: on yeah. how to get overwatch friends yeah how i got these overwatch friends was actually if you're a fan of the league um I met all these people because one one of them, Ratty, saw this jersey. This jersey <laughs> got it done. Got the job done. Um, I posted a picture of me in this jersey. It's Bonnie's jersey. So the Canadian support player. He have not seen him much this season, but because uh, he doesn't, his heroes, his hero specialties, don't really fit in the meta. But we'll, we'll see him later in the season. I'm sure. Um, he's actually from Ottawa, which is my city. So I wanted to support him and get this jersey. I posted a picture of me in this jersey. Bonnie retweeted it, and I met Raddy off that retweet, and then I met all these other friends through that. So, literally, if you just get into Overwatch, like just join like team Discords. Or there's a really good Discord I'm in called Owl Fans United, where we don't make people feel bad about liking a different team than us. We just all talk about the game and the matches and personal stuff as well, like pets and what we're doing throughout the day.
1: There the is the Overwatch is such just, a myth the community isn't it such yes. a mix like you can have because i'm in a couple facebook groups as well and there's sometimes when like they're so toxic and you just know that there would be assholes in the game but you can spot the good ones i think as well see
0: an owl fans united that's supposed to be one of the places where there's not as many talk there's still people who meme and stuff like that but that's not like it's in good it's fun the good owl fans like you have squash who's the big uh uh london spitfire hype man there's reba um big for outlaws she's uh, supports bonnie a lot um she also she also knows craig and gerbeakley <laughs> like she knows some people that we know it's kind of interesting um but yeah it's got a lot of the good super fans in there and so what's, it's a really positive
1: voice. what's the name again for people that want to join
0: Owl Fans United it's a discord so I don't know where they can find a link for it if we can find it I'll I'll try to find it I'll try to find it there's um, if you search for it on Twitter I think you'll find someone's post about it okay Uh, like Owl Fans United but they post the link every once in a while like if you if you know who reba or squash are they're going to post the link every once in a while because they go in there as much as they can especially reba she's in
1: there a lot <laughs> for those of you wondering but, reba is the one that uh, posted about uh dogman uh BM-ing, yeah uh, she was at the uh, arena yeah, BMing uh, uh, on stage, yelling at people. Uh, so cool. All right, and then uh, the last bit of personal stuff I want to talk about. I thought this would be fun. Um, who is your least favorite hero, and why? And I, and I want two. I want one that you that you play, and you're, they're your least favorite to play, and one that is your least favorite to play against. Go ahead. <laughs> to play, I haven't really
0: thought about those. Uh, Or I've tried to think about it, I just can't think of it. Um, To play... I really hate playing... Hmm... I don't like playing Genji because I suck at him. Okay. <laughs> I feel like literally powerless. Like, I'm like, how do these people get these blades? And I try to do the same thing where I like pop it midair and try to dive on them. I just get nothing with the blade. I'm like, how are these people so good at getting blades? I can't even get like one. If I get one kill off a dragon blade, that's a success for me. <laughs> because there's, I'm, rarely do I even get one kill with it. But and the shurikens too, like. I'm sure if I practice enough, I would be able to be good at him. But I actually have—I used to hate Genji players so much. But I actually have respect for them you now because good Genji players. It's good It's, it's players. difficult. Yeah, it's difficult to get all that stuff down. I still think his slash and his deflector are a bit cheesy. I think his deflect shouldn't reflect damage, but that's a different story. It's still like he's not as big of a problem for me as I as I used to find him. So, what about I to really play like against? Fuck Junkrat. <laughs> <laughs> Junkrat's annoying. He just throws bombs all over the place. He doesn't even necessarily need to be able to see where he's shooting, and he gets. It seems that he gets free kills, and sometimes you you have to. Is if you're a support, you can't really be watching where the fire is coming from because you have too many other things to go on, and you just get killed, which you could argue is just bad awareness, but sometimes you have to be aware of all these other things, and there's just bombs. There's only one hero who seems to do these bombs from above. other than Farah. But with Farah, you could at least see her. Jugrat could literally just fire these things over buildings and objects, and you can't see him, but there's just projectiles just falling from the sky. It's just annoying. He's just an annoying hero. And then he throws his mind down to get free kills, and... Pfft, his tire's annoying. It's just He's just an annoying
1: character. <laughs> okay. I'll take that. Uh, for me, I think to play, it's Doomfist. Uh, and here's the thing. I like Doomfist a lot. Like, I really want to be a good Doomfist. I just can't. I've tried so many times to be a good doomfist i think i've gone on that's how i feel hammond i've gone on precisely one terror with doomfist and i saved it because it was like proof that i i could play him at some point in my existence i killed like five people in a row but it was just like there's something about his ebb and flow of the fight where you really have to know what to do next if you go into a fight with no idea what you're doing next then you're going to die immediately. So it's almost like you have to play Doomfist like you play a Street Fighter character. It's kind of like you have to know what your follow-up is and what your combo is and what your escape is and have stuff like have your cooldowns like perfectly matched so that you don't get caught out and you can get out of trouble before it gets too bad. Um, And we've played against some hella good Doomfist lately uh, that just destroyed our entire team, And it's especially since that patch. But um, man, like he is such a good character i think but i'm just so bad at him and it frustrates the crap out of me so i i dislike (laughs) it when i get lumped with doomfist and mystery heroes i always want to pop off and i can't and i hate it um as for play against uh i'm very much up there with you on Junkrat. i think he's a trash character and i can't stand him no offense to Junkrat mains you guys are good at what you do sorry i got something on my screen there uh you guys are great at what you do i just uh i just fucking hate playing against him because i feel so cheap when i get killed by him um and then I think even more so uh than junkrat reaper but but I have one bigger than Reaper because Reaper's not so much of a problem now since they've nerfed that healing a little bit fucking bastion dude
0: bastion. fucking
1: bastion I forgot about him. I would be perfectly fine if they took him out of the game. Like, don't get me wrong, as a character, very lovable. He's a cute, you know, ex-war robot gone hippie uh, with a little bird. But at the same time, like, the, the fact that the amount of games that me and you have had where we'll be crushing everything and then they pull out a bastion and for whatever reason, our team can't get it together enough to just, like, handle this one fucking character no matter what we do and it's so frustrating and i know it's that the, like
0: i don't know what's gonna work so that's play bastion that's the strategy
1: it's a cop out it's like well everything else is fucked so why don't we try a minigun on a Z- turret you know
0: it know. doesn't take like too much coordination but it still takes coordination and when you're solo queuing the likelihood that your team is going to be coordinated at all
1: not so much yeah (laughs) i I especially
0: the lower down the tiers you get it gets even worse
1: (laughs) what's your go-to for taking on a bashing because i know a lot of people out there have like if i'm on support
0: if i'm on support and i'm not like the main like healing effort i usually go to zen because zen can discord him and also shoot him from afar um ana can also be useful because ana can sleep him if you're DPS, Sombra is usually pretty good if she can get behind and hack him and keep hacking him and keep him out of that uh, sentry form. Some people go far, but that's not really a good idea. <laughs> Don't go far. He, he will melt far. Yeah. Ash.
1: John, what do you case,
0: think of Roadhog. Roadhog? Roadhog is actually pretty good as well. If Roadhog can, If the shields can be broken to hook that guy... He's going to go down, or he's going to not be able to do what he needs to do, and something else is going to die, which wins you the team fight. So Roadhog's pretty good. Um, I forgot about Tracer. Tracer can Pulse Bomb him, but he needs to not be full
1: health. Do you know what I've used, and it's kind of like... It's it's not an ideal situation, but I legit have done this because I've been that mad before. If I'm on Reinhardt <laughs> and the team isn't doing anything, I will find high ground and I will charge at that Bastion from high ground. <laughs> just smash his ass right off that fucking thing into a wall and hack away. I don't care if I die. I'm taking the Bastion with me. Um, that's not mm. a, that's not an ideal tactic, by the way. That's just pure Not anger. recommended. Not recommended, not but satisfying prepared. nonetheless. Um yeah, no, I, I actually thing, think Zen that is one of the most powerful people against him.
0: Yeah, Another tank that could be useful, if your team supports you and your shield doesn't get burnt down very quickly, Arisa, because Arisa can pull him around. But we're going to talk about more about Arisa after.
1: Yes, and also, she used to be able to pull his ass in turret mode or sentry mode. and She can't do that anymore, and I think they should bring that back. I think she should be able to yank him like, in sentry mode. I feel like they can still do that. No, they, they nerfed it. She can't do it anymore. It's, I did it the other day. Unless they brought it back. I'm pretty sure
0: I did it the other day. I don't think they ever took that away. I'm not sure. I swear to God, dude. I tried it so many times. We'll look it up. We'll look it up for you later. You have to you have to you have to do it you have to be really good at doing it but uh i don't think they took that away i think that's still a thing
1: all right well i, I beg to differ but <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll check into it um i could test it right all, <laughs> um but it yeah so bastion is tough. uh he's one character that i would be perfectly happy if he was removed from the game forever uh again no offense bastion mains we love everybody equally here we just hate your characters uh so <laughs> that's the, not your fault not your fault you like a, a Character that, that melts people. Uh, I would too. So okay, so let's talk about our deep dive and our hero. And this week we're gonna dig into, as we've mentioned a couple times so far, Arisa. Uh now Arisa is the youngest member of Overwatch, believe it or not. She's also the youngest uh team member. Do you know how old Arisa is? No. She how is, old is she? She is one month old. Sorry, um note. I'm pretty sure Soul just beat NYXL. Oh nice. That's crazy. MYXL why do you choke in the playoffs? It's <laughs> <You're> done. <laughs> All, right. All right. So, yeah, Arisa, 1 I month can't... old. Um now, the story of Arisa is long and arduous, but essentially, she um Cold. if if you if you ever got a chance to play um the archive event, the very first archive event. Um what was that one called? Sick. What was that? called uprising uprising perfect thank you um so if you've got a chance to play uprising you might, you would have run into an Arisa or two and a bastion or two actually while we're talking about it um because they were um enemy omnics essentially they were built for war and they were built to take out people um so Arisa is a newly created Omnic who has uh, not only a heart and personality, um, but she was urged to become a hero by her uh, creator, who is called Effie. You may have heard her mention Effie several times. Everyone always asks who the fuck Effie is.
0: Effie would not be happy. Yeah, Effie would
1: not be happy. Uh, And her her full name is Effie Oladeli. Uh, So, Arisa strives to right wrongs and act as the hero the world needs. While her relative inexperience can make her an occasional liability, uh, Effie's optimism and willingness to make modifications to Arisa's adaptive artificial intelligence have always been able to set things right. While Arisa has much to learn about the world and its functionality, Arisa stands ready to protect both... Ify, uh, both Ify and Numbani with her growing sense of honor and duty. She also really likes Lucio's music, and she does not dream in the manner that humans do, if you've been paying attention to any of the voice lines in game as well. Um, she also
0: wants to learn about the iris.
1: She does. I think she'd, she'd uh, have a good time learning about the iris. I, w- I want to learn about the goddamn Iris. Arisa was created yes, by... <laughs> Overwatch. <laughs> Arisa More was
0: presented- created by
1: Numbani local and child genius Ify Odaleli uh, from pieces of dismantled OR-15 defense robots in the wake of Doomfist's attack on the Numbani airport. With the OR-15 being initially created to protect Numbani from the many threats it faced, the aftermath of Doomfist's attack resulted in the decommissioning of the OR-15 and a staggering drop in public confidence. Never giving up hope in the OR-15's original purpose and believing that Numbani needed a protector, EFI acquired one of the decommissioned bots for sale by the civil government using the bulk of For grant money received by the Attaway Foundation, Ify repaired and reconfigured the robot and installed it a personality core that she designed herself. She then named her new creation Orisa, which is the OR15 with an A on the end, in case you were wondering. So uh, let's talk about her abilities real quick so she her uh hand cannon if you will is called the fusion driver uh it's a linear projectile damage weapon it feels like it could be a hit hitscan but it's not you do have to lead your shots a little bit uh and it has a projectile speed of about 80 meters per second and the rate of fire 12 rants per second uh reload time is 2.55 seconds which is one of the worst of any character in overwatch probably with the exception of a full reload of ashes uh gun which takes like a year uh and she has 150 rants <laughs> of ammo as well uh what do we think about her main primary fire
0: It's interesting it. that's for sure i i like it because she's the only main tank that shoots a gun and is that, her- that sets her apart from winston winston has the tesla cannon which is just lightning and then Reinhardt doesn't have a gun at all. He just swim, swings a giant-ass hammer at people. So Orisa said, apart from that, by feeling almost a little bit like Bastion in recon mode, I had to think about what it's called, a little bit, he um, she can walk around and shoot. Uh, and she could do this through her shield so it, puts, it sets her apart a bit. and you do have to leave the shots a bit which adds another interesting dynamic but if you land a bunch of those shots to the head repeatedly firstly it sounds freaking awesome because oh here's,
1: <laughs> and
0: secondly it does a ton of damage and it's really satisfying so she brings a different dynamic uh, mechanical element to main tanking that f- you wouldn't have on the other two
1: I like running her on defense for that reason a lot I feel like when you're on attack you almost want Reinhardt because you can like push forward and you get in their face and you kind of like land those fat mm-hmm. shatters and stuff um but with Arisa you feel like you're kind of like oh, making a stand she's like more I'm staying right just, here and I can aim at you from wherever the fuck you are you know
0: she's all about fortifying which is literally one of her ability names is fortify yeah. um so she's mostly good yes for the defense and also payloads she's bunker. pretty good at escorting payloads
1: yeah bunker comps uh she's the queen of the bunker comp uh one of her other abilities is Halt. So Halt is a linear projectile as well. Uh, It travels 20 meters per second and has an area of effect of 7.5 meters in a radius around it uh, with an eight second cooldown. So for those of you that don't know, uh, Halt, when fired, uh, can be fired, by the way, at the same time you're firing your main gun. So you don't have to like choose one or the other. You can keep firing your main gun and Halt at the same time. Halt is a two-button experience, which it, as a, when I started Overwatch, I did not know. I thought I had to fire it at something like a wall or whatever to bring people in, and I was like, "This is shit!" Like I don't know why this ability <laughs> that exists. That took me
0: a little while to figure out too. Yeah, I don't know how. I think it might have been like, a, I don't know if it was like a week or a month, but I saw people detonating it early. I'm like,
1: "What the fuck are they it doing?" It was like a
0: couple months. So I'm it like, took me. <laughs>
1: "What happens
0: yeah. if I press the button?" While well, it's and I'm like, oh, this yeah, this is a whole new world. Uh, so yeah, yeah, the people who make your guides, they're stupid too. Just yeah. say,
1: <laughs> so, just saying, audience. The uh, the halt um, is primarily used for two things: one, to group people together. Um, for let's say a roadhog hook or Hanzo Dragons or something that's gonna fuck up one area. It's especially fun uh in conjunction with Hammond's mines, by the way, if you haven't used that one yet. Mm-hmm. Everyone runs away from the mines and you go, Nope, <laughs> come back in here. Cause they like land on them as they come back in. And secondly for putting people in deep dark wells and or over barriers uh and for environmental kills or pulling them off high ground or pulling them off high ground yeah that's a good move too um but yeah halt is essentially a displacement tool so you are able to suck people into oblivion um by just halting them off edges there's a
0: third thing we forgot oh go ahead um keeping escaping enemies from escaping
1: Mm, that's true
0: that's another big thing
1: that's true it's really good for bringing a tracer a lucio or a baby diva to exactly where you want to shoot because i would just keep a line of fire and then halt them into the line of fire and because it takes like eh, maybe a second for them to readjust after they land from the halt you can Mm -hmm. usually get a good amount of rounds in and finish them off at that time as well so really fun ability but yes you you press it once to trigger it press it again to actually like Uh, make the halt happen. And you'll know how many people you have because you're going to have little tentacles that kind of come off (laughs) the halt ball that shows that you have, like, grabbed this many people. So if you're ever trying to get people in the well and Ilios, the best thing to do is to fire it towards the well, wait until you see a couple tentacles, and then halt. And then hopefully you'll drag people into the well, into their doom. By the way, Genji can use Deflect to redirect the orb towards Orisa. However, if it's not reactivated, it will not be harmful to her. Uh, I think that's interesting. Imagine halting your own self into a well. That would be very embarrassing. That would be fucking hilarious, let's be honest. very very. Funny. Uh okay, so uh, next up fortify. So fortify uh, makes Arisa a golden goddess and it gives her a damage reduction of 50%. Duration is 4 seconds, cooldown is 10 seconds. So here's here's some some fun stuff um, that you know might be worth knowing. The following abilities deal damage to a fortified Arisa but do not apply stun, knockback or slowdown. Sleep dart Coach Gun, Bob's Charge, uh, Tank Configuration Bastion, Rocket Flail with Brigida boosters self-destruct and call mech from diva rising uppercut seismic slam rocket punch and meteor strike from doomfist frag launcher concussion mine and steel trap from Junkrat. Sandwave from lucio endothermic blaster or blizzard from may flashbang from mccree rocket launcher from pharah rocket hammer and earth shatter from reinhardt whole hog from roadhog uh, helix rockets from soldier 76 sentry turrets from symmetra primal rage melee attacks and jump pack from winston Grappling Claw, Pile Driver, and Minefield from Wrecking Bull, and Particle Cannon and Graviton Surge from Zarya. They will all hurt Orisa, but they won't actually affect her movement. So she becomes CC prone when she's, uh, or I guess CC immune is a better word. Um, the following abilities have no effect on a fortified Orisa. Orissa's Halt, Pharaoh's <laughs> uh, Concussive Blast, Reinhardt's Charge, and Roadhog's Chain Hook. Orissa can still be hacked by Sombra while using Fortify, but this will not interrupt the ability, and cooldown begins after the effect expires. So, um, thoughts on Fortify?
0: I love it. <laughs> yeah. <me> Especially <laughs> when you have. On the enemy team, if you know that the Reinhardt is going to make crazy, stupid charges, specifically at you when you're Risa, you can just wait for him. you like, come at me, bro. Come at me. And as soon as he is just about in front of you, you activate that fortify, and he's like, shit. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, you have him right where you want him. He's away from his team. You can halt him closer to you if he tries to escape, if he doesn't have a shield up. But let's be honest, your team, if they're smart, are going to dive on that motherfucker. Um... And it's really good like sometimes people will try to yank the main tank off stuff and you'll just be like, Nope, I'm staying right here.
1: Yeah. I think it's, it's awesome really for that. Very, very nice. It's one of my favorite anti-Reinhardt uh, moves is just to wait for him to charge, fortify, and then light him up. Um, I think that's really... And plus, you're getting 50% damage reduction the whole time, so even if he's swinging at you, then you're going to still probably outlast him as long as you've got half-decent aim. Um, I think it's also really clutch for uh, Blizzard and uh, Graft. Yep. Because uh, you can just walk right out of it, you know? If you're ever in a Graviton Surge as Orisa and you think, oh, no, I'm helpless, just fortify, baby, and walk backwards, you're good. <laughs> Get out of there. Throw your shield in front of it, make it easy, you know? Uh, so yeah, uh, really, really cool ability, big fan of that. One of her, arguably the most useful ability she has is the Protective Barrier. Um, protective Barrier is an arcing projectile, uh, health of 900, duration is 20 seconds, and cooldown is eight seconds. So, um, Yeah, the barrier is essentially it's interesting uh, because it Brings a completely different dynamic than Reinhardt's shield because Reinhardt's shield is attached to him. It's very easy to drop. Um, if he ha- if he needs to do anything, he has to drop it to do the things. Um, mm. Arisa doesn't have to do that. Arisa can place her barrier wherever she feels like, and then she can, well, they they call shield dance around it. So if someone gets too close, you just kind of like cross in and out of it a of little these bit. Techniques. <laughs> yeah. Um, and it's like your own personal little symmetrical wall. Um, but. Also, you know, it, it kind of allows you to set other people up for success as well, because you don't necessarily need it as a recess. So you can just put it in front of Bastion and then just go somewhere else and attack from a different angle. And if it breaks and put it back in front of Bastion and go back to what you were doing. Um, also, uh, there's a, a a nice little technique I actually learned from Moomba, uh, where if you uh basically the shield allows you to pump another one out as soon as it's off cooldown which is really quickly so if you have a shield that's still up but you want to be able to like make it so that you can replace it, but not necessarily right away. You can shoot one directly in the air, and by the time this one in front of you has broken, the other one will just land, but your cooldown is already set for like another one. So you basically have like infinity barriers if you time that right and accurately, which is not the easiest thing to do, but I thought it was a cool technique. is a freaking legend, let's be
0: honest. He is a
1: legend, <laughs> he is a legend. Uh, and one of the more fun things about her thing is it can be attached to movable objects. Uh, if you really wanna have some fun, put one payload. on a basketball uh in, <laughs> in that's knee, terrifying I and see then, yeah then punch it see what happens uh yeah really good for payload on attack it's kind of interesting because you have to be very kind of organized you have to like throw it in front of you a little bit and then walk forward and then throw it in front of you a little bit and walk forward so it's it's a slow methodical approach as opposed to reinhardt's just kind of like that's you know hold forward Let's and go. hope for the best, <laughs> um, but they're probably going to charge when they get bored anyway. So yeah, uh, projectile barrier super useful. And then her ultimate is Supercharger. So Supercharger, uh, 200 health, is a little bongo that she slams down. Has a 50% damage boost, 25 meter radius, takes one second to cast, and lasts for 15 seconds. Uh, And basically, she passively generates her uh, ult charge for 1% every three seconds. It can be destroyed by enemies, which is the only sucky part about it. Uh, It can be hacked by Sombra as well. Uh, the damage boost effect will stack with Anna's nano boost and Mercy's damage boost and um, enemy barriers break line of sight. So if they if someone is behind a barrier, they will no longer get that. that Juicy, juicy damage boost. Um, what do you think about bongos? It's funny. The ability sounds like it's a super powerful
0: tool and it is when you use straight, but your team has to capitalize on it firstly. Um, but it's not like super like this big all of a sudden, wow, we're going to be able to take out this Reinhardt shield super quickly now. Um, sometimes it works, but again, you have to have multiple people doing that. It's more of just, uh, that's help deal with this enemy push or try to... It's not really good for pushing yourself because you do, are dropping the bongo, but it's more just an aid to win a team fight more or less it's than an getting addition. a team kill.
1: It's kind of like an addition to your fortification, right? So you have your yes. bunker comp or whatever that you're set up and the team's making a big push towards you. You can just help like ebb the flow of that team fight your way by placing it's, that somewhere.
0: It's basically an ability where they're saying we're gonna like maybe get a kill or two off this ability but not necessarily wipe the whole team it's right. just gonna be enough to get yeah, us through
1: absolutely not a team wipe ult, but it is good for burning down uh like shields and such and also just good for trying to get like one or two quick kills especially with characters around you like junk rat or reaper or whatever where it's really gonna like put them to work um i like it i mean it's definitely it, it, i like that it charges faster now than it used to it definitely uh feels like it charges up a lot better you usually have it by second team fight for me <laughs> um and uh i think one of the things to keep in mind when you're utilizing the bongo is that it is destroyable so a lot of folks they just they use it haphazardly they throw it in front of them put a shield in front of it and just kind of like hope that that's enough to look after it enemies will go for that when they see it so the best thing mm. to do is to hide it put it behind a corner but so that it still reaches you and your teammates like so they have to fucking work for it at least if they're trying to take it out you know give it a little bit of extra protection if you can i always try and find a little cubby hole somewhere to stick it in so it could still reach everybody but it's not easily taken out by like a junk rat or a Hanzo or whatever. Um, so I do like that a lot. Alrighty. So um Let's talk a little bit about trivia for Arisa before we go into it. There's something I want to
0: talk about Arisa mechanic-wise. It has to do with shield. And everyone talks about, you know when people talk about Ryan, especially in the league, it's all about Ryan mind games? There's exactly the same thing with Arisa in that because the shield's not movable, you kind of want the enemy Arisa to put their shield too close to you and far away from them. And then what you do is you walk through that shield and put your shield so that they can't use their shield and then you just kill them. Yeah. So that's an interesting old dynamic. If you're ever playing against a kind of try to watch for that. If Nerissa puts her shield just a bit too far forward, try to capitalize on that. Put your shield behind it so they can't You make use of that shield and your team makes use of your shield. Yeah. It's really nice. You have to do keep in mind that you can't shoot through their shield if it is in front of you. But if you're able to put your shield past it or get it through enough that you and a couple of allies can shoot through it. It's really nice.
1: And you have to move fast. There's like an instant fear in the other Orisa's eyes when they realize they pushed their shield too far forward. So if you all walk up as a unit past the shield and drop yours, then... And halt them. They halt them
0: back. Yeah, they halt can't them really back do a whole well.
1: lot until the, the shield regens for another cast. But Like, if they yeah.
0: realize it and they start backing off, you can also halt them back. Even if you don't get the Orisa, you might get some healers or right. stuff like
1: that solid point. All right, so uh, let's talk a little bit about some fun kind of things for Orisa before we uh, dig into the deeper stuff. So, um, Orisa is Hero24 and was the third uh, new hero added to the game. In addition to referring to the OR15 model number, Orisa's name is uh, likely a reference to the Orisha, spirits reflecting one of the manifestations of the supreme divinity of the Yoruba religion, given Ife Odaleli's Yoruba heritage. Uh, being only one month old, Arisa is the youngest hero in Overwatch. Uh, in January 2017, a 4chan user named BlizzyLeaks divulged alleged preliminary details about the 24th hero and the upcoming Lunar New Year event, indicating that the next hero, developed using the prototype name Ankora, would be a quadrupedral Omnic from Numbani with a West African accent and would act as an anchor tank similar to Reinhardt. Um, community speculation concerning the 24th hero centered primarily around the long-requested Doomfist, stemming from a fan-initiated campaign for actor Terry Crews to voice the hero. However, in a post on the official Overwatch forums, Game Director Jeff Kaplan stated that 24 is not who you think it is. Following this... Fans turned to the then-unconfirmed January 2017 leak, speculating that the quadrupedal omnic may refer to one of the various Spider-Tank omnics depicted in the game's cinematics and concept art. During the 2017 DICE Summit in Las Vegas, Jeff Kaplan also displayed early pieces of concept art for Overwatch depicting Recluse, a humanoid female hero wearing a mechanical harness with four spider-like limbs, and specified that she was also not the hero you think it is. So, before I move on with that, I wanted to talk about Recluse because I did some research into her. Let me just say, she was fucking dope. I want to see Recluse in this game. If you, okay, so Recluse, bear with me here because I really want this to happen. Recluse is literally like a woman that has biome, like bio structural spider limbs that have like giant pod wing things on them she had a beam coming out of her fucking mouth and she was taller than like a main tank she was huge right really tall and she had some kind of weird like ghost thing that was potentially one of her alts like this big head that just floats behind her she was terrifying absolutely terrifying. now the thing i thought about it and the concept art i'll show you guys if you're watching the video if not please do click the links that are in the description um i do have the link for recluse in here uh, this was back when over which was called titan um so yeah so basically it was called titan Originally, yeah. So I thought it was
0: called Prometheus that too. at one point.
1: Oh, so basically Titan turned into Prometheus, which then turned into Overwatch. So okay. uh, it's been a few things. Um, I, today I
0: learned. Yeah.
1: So um yeah, so in addition to her mouth beam ability, it appeared she had the ability to project shields and summon waves of robotic drones. Um but if you look at her, terrifying. Big spider lady. Now my thought was, you know, is she what eventually became Widowmaker? Because It would be kind of weird to have two spider-based heroes in the game. Widowmaker is definitely like a lot of what her thing is, as being kind of a spider. Although she doesn't have, you know, extra legs or anything. That would be real creepy. Um but my thought was that potentially like i don't know if they would do a hero like that anymore because if you remember some of the original concept art for moira had her with like four tentacles on her back which by the way again super dope blizzard what are you doing um (laughs) but they took it away because they said it was just too hard to animate uh so my thought is well if that shit's too hard to animate giant fucking spider lady's gonna be a nightmare uh plus you know going through like doorways and stuff like does she crouch down like how do you it's weird so yeah, I'm a bit sad about that. But if you check out the recluse on the Overwatch that's, wiki, let
0: just have cool. some of the heroes have worked.
1: I think that actually
0: um, Hanzo and Genji were originally just one character. And yeah,
1: they, they split, split
0: him into Yeah, you're right. He was originally just Hanzo, and he actually looked more like Genji, mm. I'm pretty sure, in the concept art. I've seen it somewhere. Um... Mercy also wasn't called Mercy. She was called, like, Angelica or something. And Mercy was a different hero entirely who looked kind of like McCree, actually. But it's interesting. You have to look at the... I love look, that stuff. You guys have to look at all this stuff. It's interesting. But they do that. They kind of split heroes. So that sounds kind of like what they might have done here is they gave the spider aspects to Widowmaker and they took kind of the legs to Orisa. That might be what they did
1: good call yeah that's entirely possible uh two more quick fun facts for you uh arisa is the only hero in the game whose legs can be seen in first person there you go and uh cute you can see her little hoops lastly arisa's in-house testing appearance was that of gothic zarya holding bastion's minigun from sentry configuration so you can imagine that was their testing for Arisa was gothic zarya with a bastion minigun in her hand god don't ever make that a character <laughs> why did they choose gothic zarya too <laughs> no that's
0: amazing though if you think about it because, can you just imagine this really metal zarya like there's,
1: there's some supreme wreckage going on there i yeah <laughs> i don't know like i don't know what the, the thought was there <laughs> i thought it was fun Alrighty, so uh let's move into our (laughs) make it skin for arisa
0: which is literally just that
1: make it uh yeah god god goth arisa that would be incredible all right so speaking of our favorite things about our uh, favorite omnic lady uh by the way i do love that uh they represented arisa on all of the like uh, international women's day photos for um for overwatch that was that was a job well done they fucking left moira off a lot of them which is you know. Well l- they only lore, had the hero maybe
0: people. they only had the hero women. Eh, the man. good
1: side women. Hmm.
0: I don't know why they had that idea, but I guess they only <laughs> want the women that were inherently good for the Yeah,
1: hey, they left oh. Ash and Symmetra off that one too. That's that's a good point uh all righty favorite voice it's, lines just in this gray area but that's a different area sorry. sorry lucio doesn't like her and that's good enough for me uh <laughs> favorite voice she lines. might turn around She might turn around. she's yeah i think she might actually that will be later on in the
0: story i'm sure
1: anyway. so favorite different. voice lines fucker hit me with it what's yes. your favorite orisa voice line <sighs> see you have I to have to do it in the Arisa voice that's the we've I have, already established I have that
0: combinations now. I have a combination that I like. Go ahead, and it's using the current Outlook. So, I do current Outlook, current Outlook, current Outlook. Evie would not be happy about (laughs) this.
1: Good combo. Good combo. Anything else?
0: Also, um, I have a bad feeling about (laughs) this. That's pretty good.
1: That's not bad. That's a good. That's a good accent.
0: Honorable mentions to error, sarcasm, error 404 sarcasm module not found. And what's not a good one? I used to use one all the time. I forget what it was. I don't remember it right now. Oh, annual performance analysis. Yeah.
1: Annual performance analysis. Annual performance analysis. Yeah, that's a good one.
0: He says it differently every time.
1: Uh, yeah, I uh I actually like some of the back and forth that she has with other characters. I like it when she talks to zari about the Graviton gun and Zara's just like, I don't fucking care. Your compliment <laughs> is unwanted. Yeah. Um, so my favorite voice lines for Arisa uh no barking is one of my favorites. <laughs> I think that's great. Um and also uh do you need a hug? It's a good one. <laughs> uh that's whenever like I team wipe uh, a team, I always have to break that one out. It's one of my favorites. There's another one that's good.
0: I'm sorry. But I can't do that, which is a clear reference to... Um, How? What's the movie? Is it, is it 2001 in Space Odyssey? Yeah, yes.
1: I'm sorry. I'm afraid I can't do that, Dave. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah. So, so, some fun voice lines. She could do... Well, I think she needs better voice lines. I think she has some good ones. She's but, got some good ones. I think be better. More, they could have She could do better. They, uh, favorite skins. She's cute. Favorite skins. Yeah.
0: So, for the League right... For League skins right now, I really like... The Fusion one looks really good on her. Um Boston Uprising looks very good on her, and Toronto Defiant also looks pretty good on her. For non-league skins, I don't really like a lot of her non like a lot of her skins. The she, OR fourteen and or fifteen are cool, but she doesn't have the eyes. The eyes really make Arisa. Is those eye animations, if you ever look at them, they're really impressive and they're really good at showing emotion on a robot. Well, she does have emotion, but she has that personality core. But like her eyes actually show her emotion. Um, so any any character or any skin that shows those eyes, is really, it's good to have that. I don't like the OR-14 and OR-15 ones because of that. Um, other than that, I do... And also, there's that one that's StarCraft-inspired. You also don't see her eyes, so I don't like that. Um, I do like carbon fiber. That's probably my favorite non... Like league one but i really like the league ones
1: <laughs> do you like, like the um the like egyptian inspired one she looks like a sort of a sphinx. That's the starcraft oh that's the starcraft yeah one?
0: yeah she doesn't her eyes don't show so i don't like it i, I also uh, don't like the the gold is kind of garish i don't
1: my know favorite like. too uh definitely really a big fan of the uh lunar new year one that just came out where she has the big red face and the big oh, white yeah, shaggies everywhere that,
0: one. that one's kind of cool really happy with that I, one at first i didn't like it
1: it's kind of scary looking it doesn't really fit her personality but at the same time i'm just like happy she got a kind of like a, a skin that really changed how she looked because a lot of them don't change it that much she um, still has the eyes and she still has the eyes but my overall favorite is the forest sprite one that's absolutely my favorite where she has like little mushroom spores growing on her yep. gun and stuff i think that's she looks really like cute. a freaking
0: yeah. from uh, elder scrolls she if does. you've Ever anyone who's ever played Elder Scroll, she actually looks a lot like spriggan in that big metallic spriggan.
1: <laughs> but, <laughs> but yeah, that's one of my favorites for her. I think that's probably my most favorite. Although I am rocking the Lunar uh, New Year right now, uh, just because it was the last one. Let's talk about her place in the meta. Uh, does she have a place in the meta right now? At the moment, pretty much she's. I think they still use her. They use her
0: mostly on control and it's usually a control where you can pull people off the map. So you're looking at Elios Well and Nepal Sanctum. So really it's mostly for the environmentals that you want her. And situational best. Meta, it's very it's very situational. But if you're looking at lower tiers, she's very again, she's very good for payload. Yeah. <laughs> She's very good for Payload and I think they still I think they've actually been using her in the league on route 66 more towards the beginning Do you, and that's usually on the they defense They used
1: to use her a lot more uh last year before goats she was one of the go-tos for like Anubis point A like a lot of maps uh she would Yeah, usually would on use the defense, yeah. Do but, you feel like um if let's say that and I don't think it's necessarily going to happen Let's say that Batiste kind of really does affect Goat somehow, or the other patch changes affect Goat somehow. Do you think that she would be, do you think if Bunker Comp would become a meta, that she would be like the must have for that?
0: Well, she would be because she's the,
1: she's the, she creates the Bunker, as right. it were. Um I'm kind of thinking. I, don't that, know if, I mean, a lot of people I are saying that might be the next. Meta. There's a lot of people that are suggesting it might be the next thing after goats, mostly because of the bat, the the Baptiste, because he can just rain down health on that bunker, and if it looks like it's going to get taken out, he can put his uh, immortality field down, and then they survive the onslaught of like a diva bomb or whatever. So um, there's a lot of talk about it it's potentially possible, being a meta.
0: But see, I see at the higher levels, people are going to have the coordination to take out that thing and i'm even seeing it starting when i'm playing now is that people the first thing they do when you put down that field is they start shooting it yeah. so they try to take it out it's almost a competition to see whose thing can get taken out first so we'll see how that plays out i don't see bunkers becoming a thing all the time but we might see it more often than we used to for sure
1: gotcha uh and lastly um concerning Arissa what would be a tweak or two that you would make to her uh, in order to improve her without breaking her?
0: I would maybe... Here's the thing I would do.
1: I would probably give her
0: shield a bit more health, but increase the cooldown on it so okay. that it would be a nice little balance. Because sometimes it feels like you put that shield down and it immediately gets broken.
1: Um, but if you had a bit more health...
0: See that's a weird little
1: change. There's other times though that you feel like it never goes away. By the time you do break it never it, goes away. That's just like another thing. one.
0: So I'm not really sure how you would do it. I maybe, think it starts with their all Maybe tweak damage. Maybe tweak the percentage on the damage for the alts. Tweak a regular damage. I think like there's not a lot. I think they need to do to her, but. I mean,
1: she's relatively balanced, balance. but she could use yeah, a little bit more. They did, just increase, the old, yeah. she, they did just increase her walking speed. Yeah. They did just increase
0: her walking speed while firing, which was a big. That was something. I didn't really have a problem with it before, but I like it a lot better from the few times I've played her. I'm like, this is nice. Yeah. Um, and it will let you fight Arisas who place their shields. Good in quality balance. of life change,
1: better. for sure.
0: So, yeah, it's a nice quality of life change, but I don't think there's a lot they really need to do for her, personally
1: i think i'd like to see that alt do more than just give a damage boost i'd like to see it do a damage reduction as well i think like have it be like to to give it the impact that i think it deserves because it's i think it's i don't think anyone would argue that's one of the most underwhelming ultimates in the game uh like you said like you probably get a kill or two out of it if you're lucky but then that doesn't feel anywhere near as powerful as some of these other ultimates It's largely
0: a counterplay Right, rather so I, than an active play.
1: So maybe if there was something else they could do to it, like even if it was just like give you a little bit of shield, or just like add a secondary ability to the ultimate. Don't just make it fifty percent damage boost. Add some kind of defensive element to it as well. It doesn't have to be damage reduction. Um, it could be just a little bit like a hundred shield or something. But just like something to give you a little bit more of an edge in that fight, so you have more of a likelihood of actually wiping or taking out like four members. And instead of two i think that would be the only quality of life change i'd like to see to her that i think would make her like pretty formidable because then you would know that like when her ult's coming up okay guys we have a one team fight here whereas now if her ult's coming yeah. up it's more like maybe we'll survive this team fight here <laughs> and if I mean? you're facing her you so
0: you're like oh we don't have to worry about our supercharger right just wait it out
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah, just wait, just it, out pull out it, or wait, wait it out,
0: it. or just destroy Shoot it. Shoot it.
1: Yeah. So yeah, I think that that would be cool. Like if they actually gave some kind of sustenance to the team especially if she's in a bunker comp situation because you want your team to be able to survive an onslaught so definitely being able to shoot better is good but like even with like with batiste's alt right that's a 50 percent damage uh increase but it's also like a health increase too so it has another element to it of what you fire through it gets multiplied somehow but with hers it's just that damage increase and i feel like they kind of let her down with that like there should be more to it it could
0: boost it could also that would be an interesting thing if not necessarily it itself gave shielding but if it increased healing abilities for your supports
1: yeah or that's an interesting or did something to your shield if you placed it like something about the shield itself amped up your shield that would be cool as well there's definitely stuff they could do that
0: they're not doing.
1: That's what that's what we're saying.
0: Um but yeah. we'll have to see how these new changes play out. Because yeah, it might yeah. be A case where just the
1: speed is enough, but I just really want her to be able to contend with the other main tanks because she did, She is the least played main tank on all levels of the game, I would argue. Um, you know, and there's so yeah, much... you even see Winston a lot more now. Right. <laughs> I'm playing Winston. <laughs> there's there's so much more that Winston and Reinhardt can do that I almost feel bad for the for the girl. So I'd like her to be able to have some. A little bit more oomph in her bite like she's definitely a problem like if she's on the field you have to figure out how to work together to take out the Orisa but once Especially she's gone
0: if the enemy team has Bastion and an Orisa working together
1: right but once <laughs> she's gone she's gone and you know it takes her half an hour to walk back from spawn so it's uh it's definitely they definitely need to do something there i think to give her a little bit more oomph even and i think like the only way to really make it fair would be to just just apply it to the ultimate as opposed to everything because she's pretty well balanced otherwise i would say uh maybe a little bit more reach on the halt as well it'd be nice to get an extra few people in that well uh, okay so that's our show that's uh hero recall the podcast episode two uh we focused on a reset today and what else did we talk about well we had a little bit of a chat about the patch being live jeff goodman's comments that he made uh concerning some potential future abilities we had the custis too smart we had the Ark went to washington uh we had the 2020 uh all the overwatch leagues are are going home uh, we have the uh, final placements for playoffs and apparently uh shanghai not shanghai um sol <laughs> just beat uh NYXL, which is great 3 uh, one we talked a little bit about uh our goats play our favorite hero or least favorite hero and uh why and then we dug into orissa the one month old omnic tank made by ify so uh any other last thoughts or uh things you want to throw out there bud <laughs>
0: I hope Boston beats Vancouver. (laughs) Okay, they're right now. They're they're on the second map. It's uh, one for Vancouver, zero for Boston. But they can they can pull it out. Hey, they're a second half team.
1: They're a second half team. They're a second half team. So I'm. And hoping, I gotta, I gotta clutch my, uh, bite my nails for Philly tomorrow. Uh, I wouldn't, which, yeah. I wouldn't be too mad if Vancouver won, because I actually did the former Runaway guys. Everyone uh, was really excited to see Vancouver and NYXL in the finals, though.
0: That's not gonna happen
1: anymore. Not gonna happen. Sorry, kids.
0: I don't know what happened. I didn't watch the NYXL match, obviously, but I guess they got complacent i really like can't I said, wait to watch it they, i'm gonna, I'm gonna to watch it, it tomorrow
1: for sure all righty so that's your Soul your... just brought it soul could have just totally they, pulled out all the stuff they're so hit and miss man they really are uh all righty so uh again this is a new endeavor for us we hope you really like it um if you do please let us know comment in the uh, youtube pages comment on the SoundCloud or wherever you're listening from we're trying to get the podcast i have it currently uh attempting to get put up on apple podcasts and google podcasts podcasts and all the other podcasts um so if you like the audio version go for that otherwise um the video version usually will have a little bit more oomph to it not only will you see our beautiful faces but we're gonna throw in uh, a few like video clips and things like that so um yeah we really appreciate any support you have to offer also follow the twitter account um is it still at recall hero
0: it's still at recall Hero, but i kind of want to make it hero recall overwatch like hero recall OW. We could do that because a lot of a lot of the players and people who are in overwatch in general just put that after their thing to I've set seen it a lot of
1: them putting GG before their names now, which I think is funny
0: <laughs> Yeah, that's funny too. That's uh, another thing in case someone else has taken their
1: thing. I so guess. either at recall hero or at Hero Recall O.W., uh, depending on when you watch this uh, podcast, I guess. Um, I'd like to thank James. I can James. change it right after this. <laughs> yeah, we can do that. Uh, I'd like to thank James for joining me again. Uh, sorry that Keegan's out this week for being sick, but hopefully we have entertained it's okay. you, you guys enough.
0: don't want to see his face right now.
1: <laughs> it's true. He has a mustache. It's, <laughs> it's a whole it's, thing. It's terrifying. He lost a bet let's just say that uh if you do want to see it though you can hop over to shade cast the division podcast and see it there but i recommend that you uh wear like severe sunglasses or something to be help. prepared yeah, to be, prepared. be scared uh and there's some serious math teacher <laughs> vibes going on there sorry he you <laughs> all righty guys we love you so much thank you for watching uh because the world could always use more heroes like you bye-bye